Welcome everyone to Loose Lips with me, Georgie Porter, and the wonderful Sharon Carpenter. And the amazing Georgie Porter, just in case you didn't know the first time. Georgie, how are you? Oh, I've missed you. I don't know. I'm like, I feel like I've spoken to you recently, but like I've missed you and I, I'm just dead excited to talk to you. I get so excited to talk to you. And we have a good show in store for everyone as well. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Georgie, I want to know what you've been up to, though, the past few days since I haven't seen you. What have you been doing? So what have we been doing? What have I been? I've been in work. What mischief have you been up to? So much mischief. I've literally, have I been out? Have I seen friends? Have I, uh, I've not been, oh, guess what? I'm cutting down on coffee. Now, this, this is huge for me because I have had a double espresso for probably the past five years of my life like every day wow yeah and I I feel like now it's time to like stop that so I've now I know where that extra energy comes from yeah like <laughs> love by the way <laughs> but, but no I've, I've I've noticed that like I have headaches and when you like cut it out a uh. bit you go a bit delirious and weird don't you yeah I I guess so I haven't being a big coffee drinker, you know what? Like, I think once I started doing TV and having to perform, coffee made me jittery. So I stopped yeah. drinking coffee and, and tea, even though I say that, right? And I've got my vanilla frappuccino, oh, right? Is it? Which has the caffeine and oh, I'm that looks great. To these things. It's so good. And the extra large size, which is terrible. I used to drink the small bottle and now I've like You've gone leveled up. up to extra large. Yeah. <laughs> it's See, so bad. This is it. Like I would say I've not got an addictive personality because I can just like stop anything ever. Yeah. And so I'm like trying to go, right, do you know what? Double espressos, I'm like gonna just stop. I don't I don't need them. I wanna see if I'm, you know, like if I'm this much fun without them basically <laughs> we'll find out today won't we yeah. <laughs> right now during this show is an experiment no yeah I'm, I'm sure you're just as much fun if not even more fun but do you actually like the taste of espressos because no. that is strong oh it's disgusting yeah. I'll always drink it I'll go hur, hur, gross 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 but I love what it does to you so that is literally yeah. like my detox life right now what have you been doing Sharon have you been doing anything exciting so you know what mm. I actually had a really fun time I, I've been out a lot by the way <gasps> she's been out, been out a yeah. lot like, I am outside again, everybody. I'm outside Yay. again. 
Uh, and I went to a really fun event the other day. So it's the NBA playoffs right oh, now, right? Which yes. is, I don't know what you'd consider that, semifinals or something. Okay. Um, or quarterfinals. I'm not really sure. Uh, to be honest, I don't know as much about the game as I probably should. But anyway, so I went to a game because the Brooklyn Nets, for the first time maybe ever, have gotten really, really far in the playoffs. They're killing it. We've got a, a killer team. <gasps> yes. Um, some really, really awesome players. So I actually went to the game and it was really short notice. I asked a friend of mine. They're really hard to come by tickets as well. Well, I went to a really awesome friend of mine who made it happen within hours and got really good seats and everything. And it was really fun because just to be, it was like surreal to be sitting down in this seat, just surrounded by thousands of people Uh, right everyone's been vaccinated and then they have to take tests as well but like you're literally thousands of people in the Barclays Center in (gasps) Brooklyn and it was just so much energy and the game was so close as well so I don't know it felt like wow we're kind of back to normal (gasps) and I know you guys aren't quite there yet because you guys had to shut down again didn't Mm. you but um uh, in New York, 70% of us are vaccinated. I'm half vaccinated yeah. um, right now because I'm still waiting for that second shot. But mm. but it was a great experience just to be there and to feel that energy and just thinking about the players and how this time last year they had to play in front of like no a virtual audience yeah. and no one and it's not to say there's so much energy when you've got thousands of people that are uh, watching the game I'm so happy for you because like even if you like if that if America's doing it we're gonna it's gonna happen to us soon so like for yes. to hear this it's exciting and also for everybody to be there together like oh, I bet like did, did, did yeah. they win do they win they won that was the best part about it <laughs> Brooklyn won so you know I've I've lived in Brooklyn I've lived in Brooklyn for a long time ever since I moved to America and I moved yeah. to New York. I've been in Brooklyn, so I'm a Brooklyn girl. And the the Barclays Center, I can literally walk home. It's like a 15 um, minute walk from yeah. the Barclays Center to get to my house. So I walked home <gasps> after the epic. game. So it's just so, it's epic, it's epic, yeah. I mean, the crazy thing was when I got there, I didn't realize that I had to take a COVID test as well. So I ended <laughs> up having to run across the street to take a COVID test and then <laughs> run back and wait for the results to come through. <gasps> to be able to get in so it was a little complicated yeah. if you're not fully fully vaccinated yeah um so so but but it was worth it it was worth oh, it oh so what, what a brilliant I had a time. Good time what a thing to hear as well I'm mean, that excites me that a lot that really does excite me but what about the basketball players? Hold on, rewind. Oh, no, yeah. No, wait, let's go yeah, back. Yeah. Let's like, yeah. Are we like, <laughs> That's the important part of this. The basketball players, yes. So are we, <laughs> is there like fancy in? Are we like, are we hot on anyone's toes right now? Is there like hot guys there? <laughs> like, who did you go with? Is it a date? Like, what happened? I I actually went with a female friend of mine. So I had two Wing woman. This is good. Female. Yeah. <laughs> wing woman. I took, a, I took a wing woman. No, but there's nothing going on. I know, actually. I know one of the star basketball players I knew you would I knew Um, you would yeah 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 he he's not the one who got me the tickets though Uh, I did ask him for tickets he didn't get me the tickets I asked him for tickets the other day and he ignored my he ignored my message (laughs) he was nervous yeah he was waiting to get 
like his game on so he was like nervous <laughs> yeah so yeah kevin durant he was like he was the mvp of the game he was just scoring 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 oh, and scoring and he must have like just a- been busy though sharon like he must have been nervous and thought oh my goodness i can't get any tickets right now because i'm just i'm playing <laughs> in front of thousands. if anyone can get tickets that man can get tickets. <laughs> I, you know what it was last minute i i actually didn't ask for this game i asked for the game before and that was also very last minute when oh, I realized yeah. okay maybe I can go to the game who can I reach out to um so yeah I got a silent reply from him <laughs> but then my friend came through on these tickets and this was an even better game anyway so um, oh, it was awesome it was awesome to to be there sometimes I don't like asking people for things but then I you know. have to realize if you don't ask you don't yeah. care right? how do you feel yeah. about that because that is always like a weird thing isn't it like you know your friends message you would be like oh can you do this and you think no yeah I don't want to yeah. So how Leave do you do it? Like, <laughs> or, or yeah. like sometimes you think, what am I getting out of this? No, I don't know. Or you yeah. think, oh God, yeah, I'd really love to do that. Maybe I'd ask you for that actually. So isn't that the yeah. most awkward thing ever? It's really awkward. And I never want to be that person who's always asking for things. Yeah. Right? yeah. But I, I, I base it off of, oftentimes I base it off of um, how well do I know this person? Mm. If I know the person really well, if we're really cool like that, yeah. and if I know you're not like ultra sensitive, then I'm going to ask. Or I don't care what you think, so I'm going to ask. Yeah. Anyway. Even if I piss you off and you never talk to me again, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Like so, Sometimes people ask me to, to like repost their like yeah. tv show or things like that and i always think yeah there's no way i will ever ask someone to repost our podcast like i just yes. think if people listen they listen if they don't they don't i just think i just wouldn't i i'm totally with you there and i have friends <laughs> that do that all the time as well can you post my video can you post this and another cheek a cheeky friend of mine asked me to post his new music video which i did right yeah. I, I did i normally wouldn't but i was like all right and he didn't even say thanks <gasps> so i was oh. especially annoyed it's yeah. like hold on do you understand that's a big deal because i don't like pushing things on people can't be that right like i like it to be organic yeah of course yeah and then also what if you don't like the tv show or the film or anything and then you end up you do it and you watch it going oh my god this is dire why am i yeah this This is the worst thing i've ever seen and you've already seen it (laughs) usually and now you're like pushing it on your followers now they're questioning you and you know your credibility is like whoa she likes this kind of thing all right unfollow oh yeah I don't I don't like I don't like being salesy I don't like pushing unless it's authentic yeah um yeah then I I don't like to to push stuff yeah if I feel good in it like or if I feel good about it like oh this is hot but I for the most part I like it to to be authentic same but I'll do a favor for a friend every once in a while yeah true yeah 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 Yeah. I'm glad we squared that (laughs) yeah yeah me too everyone if you want to listen to Sharon Carpenter's podcast it's loose lips so just so you know (laughs) (laughs) and Georgie's as well Georgie has a really fun podcast which uh, funnily enough also called loose lips I might post about it later today I might so there you go (laughs) favor for a favor all right. So speaking of interesting podcasts, so we've got news at number one, our first news story of, yes. of the day. This is a, a really important one. So 
uh, Georgie and you guys at home, a statue of slave trader Edward Colston that was toppled during a Black Lives Matter protest in Bristol. Remember that? Yeah. Uh, it has been placed on display. Uh, the bronze memorial to the 17th century slave merchant was thrown into the harbor, and so it should have been on the 7th of June 2020 in the wake of George Floyd's murder in Minneapolis. The statue is on display at the M Shed Museum in the city alongside placards from the protest residents have been invited to take part in a survey to decide its future so the question is you know what do you think about it uh, and should the statue have been destroyed or is it better to immortalize the moment uh, of these protests so I have some strong thoughts on this, but Georgie, mm. I'm coming to you for reaction. So I do love that they have given the residents um, a survey because yeah, what really happened was they pulled it down. So they're not going to want to re-erect it, thank God. So at least I'm sure we're yeah. safe there. So I think that's probably great, hopefully. Um, yeah. I do like the fact that they've put it in a museum because it was an iconic moment. It is a it is part of history now because it was a huge time for us, wasn't it? I mean, we're all in COVID. It was. That's another bit of history that's going to be put out there in the world. So also Bristol will get loads of people looking and going to visit that because it's a part of history. And also so much education will be around that. And also, totally. and also the placards of, so is it the people like everyone's, um, uh, you know the, what they were protesting the protest with signs. I think that I, is brilliant. I believe so. Yeah, and I hope pictures and stuff that are being pulled down and put in. I hope, uh, I hope pictures and videos and everything is shown because it needs to be shown. Yeah, you know, I I agree with you, Georgie, because I was about to be upset because mm. I'm like, okay, well, the people of Bristol spoke when they toppled that statue and threw mm. it into the harbor. Why would anybody rescue the statue to profit off it in a museum? Oh, okay. But then I realized, well, no, but then I actually took a look at it. And I mean, he's had a whole new makeover <laughs> <Yeah>. and I, <laughs> I'm totally with it. I'm totally with it. So now the guy's on his back, he's a bronze statue. He's on his back and yeah. he's got graffiti all over him yeah. as it should be. And so it's really changed the narrative from celebrating this guy who was basically one of the pioneers of racism because you know a little history here this is somebody uh, he was a slave merchant it was, as we said mm. but he's somebody who transported at least 80,000 slaves from West Africa to the Caribbean and 20,000 uh, people died mm. uh, on that perilous uh, journey it's yeah. just absolutely horrific so this guy is a murderer he had been put on a pedestal this statue mm. that the people of Bristol have been walking by you know some of whom on a daily basis um and it's really that whitewashed version of history that we've all been taught over the years right we were all yeah. taught i mean remember that we were all taught about christopher columbus and how wonderful it was that he discovered america but we didn't hear about the genocide and and just the pain and the suffering that the indigenous people uh, of the americas had to go through because of it Mm. So it was just one side of the story and a, a very whitewashed side of the story. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yes, now the narrative has changed. And like you said, Georgie, this is a really important moment in history where the people have spoken, the people of Britain have spoken, um, holding Britain accountable to a certain extent. Mm. Uh, and, and the UK is being forced to sort of confront its racist past. Yeah. Uh, and there's no way we are going to get to a point of racial equality if we keep glorifying, you know, these horrific racists and, and murder 
murderers. So yeah. um, this moment right here, seeing, seeing the statue in a way, the way it should be presented at this point in time, it sends a really powerful really powerful and strong message yeah. about where we are as a country and people of all colors coming together yeah. uh, to support the Black Lives Matter and, yeah, movement. Like you said that, it was like white people pulling it down and all like, you know, everyone getting involved yeah. to be like showing that we're not, we, we're not just all putting up with this and we're not hiding it. And I do like the fact that it is in a museum um, because everyone can go and see it. Like it's yeah. all being shown for everyone. And then, and it's free too, by the way. Yeah, they're was, not charging, yeah, so they're not like profiting that even yeah, more. They're thing. not profiting off it. And yeah. also the fact that I always think, you know, when you're a kid at school and you go the word museum, you always find that that's factual, and you feel like, oh, we're going to a museum for a day out and a day trip, and you go, yeah. oh, this has got like the Egyptians. This is a museum. Like you're learning about the things because you feel that then it's the truth being told rather than sort of, uh, you know, it being sort of told in a way that. It, people are hiding it if that makes sense so it's being yeah it's being showed as the truth is as it is yeah yeah it's learning you know you you learn about your history uh, when you go to to museums and and the good thing is we're learning about the full story Mm. at this point with this particular Mm. exhibit what's really interesting as well is with the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement in America, just seeing how the mm. world has sort of taken that on board and, and followed suit. And I love that because I remember there was a time in the UK and not so long ago where communities of color in the UK were afraid to talk about racism yeah. or uncomfortable to talk about racism. Yeah. I used to work for BET, which is black entertainment uh, television in the US. A really big network. It was even bigger at that particular time. And we launched it in the UK. And I was working on a documentary called Beauty Blackout, exploring discriminatory standards of beauty in the UK. Mm. And just finding people to to talk to who are willing to open up about the racism yeah. and the discrimination that they've, they've dealt with. A lot of people were really uncomfortable to do it. Yeah, it was- and... Yeah. Yeah, that they were afraid of what the repercussions might be if they speak out about racism. So I love the fact that, you know, social media has obviously brought us all as nations closer together. Mm -hmm. Um, America has sort of been ahead when it comes to speaking out about racism and and confronting it head on. Um, And I I love that England's following suit and Mm -hmm. and that, um, you know, we're feeling in a more comfortable place to tell our own stories of what's going on in the UK as well. You know, um, Sharon... I am bigging up Hollyoaks soap here. Um, there was an episode yeah. on unconscious bias that they did. And yeah. there was Kelly, there's Tamara, and I forgot their character names. But there's um, literally a white woman and a black woman. And the things they go through, what people don't really realize what is. Yeah. So, so they both go to see an appointment in the hospital and um, the white lady gets picked, but the black lady doesn't. So there's sort of the story of unconscious bias but what people don't really see, but when it's shown in front of you on a TV show and you're like, oh my goodness. And it's shocking of what's been shown, but it was a really good episode on showing that certain things nobody really thought about, but what 
is shown. If, if you're not sense. a person of color, if you yeah. haven't experienced it yourself. That actually really reminds me, Georgie, of when I was a kid. So yeah, I was 16 at the time. I was trying to find a job at the local shopping center uh, in Guildford, actually. Went into the clothing store and I asked them if they had any vacancies and they said, no, we don't. And just as an experiment, we sent my white friend, uh, my white friend with blonde hair, we sent her mm. in uh, maybe about an hour later and they were like, yes, we do. Here's the application form, fill it out. Oh. So this is something that was very real then. It's very real now. And so racism obviously isn't just something um, from the past, right? Mm. It's trickled down from the past, but there's still a lot of pain and a lot of struggle uh, because we don't have equality in this country. And, and the, that pain of the past is still with us yeah. uh, and still manifesting in, in different ways um, from both ends. So I think that this is a step forward. And I love the fact that this committee has come together and the mayor of Bristol, and yeah. it's up to the people now. You guys decide um, what happens to this statue. So here, it'll be here. interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll find out in September. So we'll keep an eye on that story. Let's. Moving on to our second news, which... <gasps> <gasps> Oh, you know, I'm going to get excited. This is right up this your alley. Thing. <laughs> so over half of all adults in the UK, you may be surprised, you may not be, watch porn according to a new report. Oh. That's a lot. Anyway. Not so surprised. Moving, <laughs> moving to half of all UK adult watch porn according to a new report. Okay, so the most popular site was Pornhub, accessed by 15 million people of Ofcom's Snap shot survey from September 2020, that figure is made up of 50% men in the UK and 16% of women. So wait, who's the rest of this? That's an interesting figure. I'm just, I'm like, <laughs> wait, hold on. Are they saying that 50% of men are on are on Pornhub specifically? But, <laughs> but then like, where's the rest? It's a confusing figure. Maybe yeah. the other people aren't admitting to anything. Anyway, yeah. this is the first time the media watchdog looked at porn access so they couldn't say if the numbers were increased during lockdown but i'd probably say it did um but yeah, one sure. adult content creator says the pandemic has brought increased demand the sheer amount of people that watch some type of pornographic content whether it's Pornhub, OnlyFans, or even twitter oh is absolutely incredible twitter yeah. <laughs> whoa says tezza williams who makes out? content for OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, I'm not I'm not so surprised, but I will say I've got some easier to digest, yeah. easier to swallow statistics, yeah. if you will. Um, around 80, <laughs> this is what I found out, around 80% of men, around 80% of men and 30% of women watch porn weekly. That's so a that's a bit easier to digest, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then that goes up to 45% if you include women who only watch with their partner. So 80% of men, that doesn't surprise me. To be honest, I think it's probably more. I think the other, at least another 15% are probably too embarrassed to admit it. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, I just think, okay, you're a guy, you watch porn. Like that's just I mean, sort of the way I yeah. think of it. So these stigmas yeah. we've got about porn is it's like dirty yeah. it's not okay it's like oh you don't get sex if you watch it or you're a pervert 
and obviously like you know just men and then women being like oh my god that's not what porn is we don't look like that we're with like our cum face whatever and like also we're not all trimmed and yeah. whatever but we've got tv shows like naked attraction that show that labia dangles down somewhere and that's soft porn right there from what i've never seen it but Maybe i can't believe you guys that. have a show like that on yeah that? oh you're missing out i've never seen it i i actually went to a meeting in the uk with a production company and they were telling me about it i'm like no way you <laughs> I mean they show everything they're like yeah we show everything, everything. Like, what? so maybe that is some sort of soft porn so really i've watched it then if that's a part of it but <laughs> i mean the stigma is that it's like not good isn't it but i mean can it be good yeah I see my perspective <laughs> on it and maybe it's like being in america i kind of feel like oh that's just what people do i've yeah. definitely had boyfriends who were like oh yeah what do you do this morning oh, i just watch some porn oh, okay you know like <laughs> very sort of normal stuff like a just normal conversation now i don't think there's anything wrong with it unless like as a girlfriend of someone who might watch porn yeah. unless it starts getting in the way of the relationship which it can at times yeah. or it gets in the way of that person's life so uh, oftentimes people become overstimulated by watching porn right so yeah. they then can't and like you said they expect all these theatrics in bed and it's not necessarily like that mm, yeah. um, so that can affect their real sex life with their partner yeah sometimes um, sometimes women just yeah. To lie down. <laughs> yeah, just plain, plain old missionary. Sometimes yeah, yeah. just keep still. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that porn definitely does kind of um, create this unrealistic expectation of what women are supposed to be like in bed, right? Mm. So, so there's that. I think that I don't think that men are ashamed. I think most men, at least the ones that I know, aren't ashamed of watching porn. But yeah, I think that. it's probably more of a stigma when it comes to women. And mm -hmm. I think part of it is, um, yeah, we're shy. Yeah, I think women are shy to admit it. But I also think there's not a lot of porn for women, right? Because it's very wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. And that's not necessarily something that's going to appeal to a woman. So the porn that is created, most of that uh, caters to men. I'd be interested to know, is there actual real porn for women? I'm sure there is out there. I suppose um, it'll be like a sexy, dirty book, like about how a man kissed a neck and then bought a, yeah, a, a exactly. necklace for that neck. And then it's Fabio like, with, the, <gasps> with the long hair and flowing in the winds and all of that kind of stuff. Yacht. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've not even got to sexual anything then. And look at us two just talking about like how he did this. And that's all foreplay for us. Yeah, it? <laughs> it is. Because for us, it's, it's all in our minds men are very visual and for us it's yeah. you know you've got to sort of reach us here in our minds i'll say this quickly as well because mm. um everything in moderation and there are a lot of people who are addicted to porn okay mm. and i will never forget the show that i watched when i was actually in the uk one time i was in a hotel room and then this documentary comes on and it's about eunuchs right and all these guys had been addicted to porn and one guy said he was so addicted he would literally sit there all day and his penis would bleed because he was overstimulating like his penis was bleeding and what? then no get this there was another guy who he just couldn't take it anymore he literally had no life he was so addicted to internet porn that he took whatever device castrates a bull and he castrated himself and became a eunuch at that point and said he's much happier in his life now he's sort of removed the the sort of ball and chain of uh of 
porn addiction. So Whoa. it's serious, people. That so can just be everything serious. in moderation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Just don't go overboard with it. Um, and make sure there's a balance between, you know, and, and I real suppose life also and it's helping people internet. explore themselves sexually, really, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, yeah. sex is fun and sex is life and it can be great if it's consensual. Yeah. Yeah. Unless your penis is bleeding. Unless it's uh, bleeding. <laughs> Shall we go to a break, Sharon? I think that's a, a good time for a break. Yes, Georgie, let's it do collapse. it. <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create Podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bill is in the house. I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. <laughs> for the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so let's glad go. no one can see me right now because I'm doing, I was doing some weird dance moves. Yeah, nothing then, yeah. <laughs> Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. I just became a lot more productive and happier. Mm. And for me, like, that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You? Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. So we're back, guys. And you know, there's actually one thing I wanted to add on to that porn bring story. Bring back the porn. Um, yeah, go on, Sharon, bring it back. Bring back. We Yeah, we can't get enough of the porn story. So OnlyFans, right, because there are a lot of people who are making mm. a ton of money on OnlyFans and there's a lot of explicit content. Not all of it is. Right. But it's like, it's one thing if your partner is watching regular porn, but what if your partner is subscribed to a particular person's OnlyFans page? Is oh. that 
acceptable. I think that's a big no-no. That's Especially a deal breaker for me. If you don't look like the person that they're like touching themselves yeah. to, I'd be like, <laughs> and even if I do look like the person, because now and it's then one if they do, person, yeah, yeah, then that's even is that's that weird worse? too? That yeah. is weird. So yeah, for like for example, if it totally wasn't looking like me, I'd be like, oh, I don't think you fancy me. Then surely yeah. I'd be like, that's not me. But then like you said, yeah. if it is, then I'd be like, am I not enough? Am I not enough for you? But I mean, each to their own, maybe it's a secret. I don't know. But then also, yeah, you'd be like, I'd question it. And I'd, I don't know. I'd do yeah. It. What would you do, I Sharon? I think for me, I think that would be a deal breaker for me if it's mm. one particular person. Because again, you know, if it's just regular porn, it's just, it's not about the person necessarily. If right? they've just got but a if boner and then you get rid of it. If with someone. Yeah. Even and a lady boner. They've got yeah. a lady boner and she needs to get rid. So she like watches porn. She's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, the only fans thing, I mean, I, 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 yeah, that's not necessarily my cup of tea. Anyway, let's move swiftly <laughs> I ahead. Love when you get to, all like uh, nervous and weird about it. <laughs> I get, I get all nervous and, and uncomfortable. <laughs> So, so look, but I also understand that some people are making a good living of it and people need to I pay mean, their bills. Clap, and clap I, I yeah. see both sides, yeah. but I'm still a big one uh, on sort of using your mind and, and Past other talents to, yeah, maybe. to get ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, uh, should we do listener letter number one? So, this yes. one is from Ellie. Hi, Ellie. So, Ellie's saying, Hi, guys. I would love to hear your advice on this. I have been seeing my boyfriend for six months now, and I know for a fact that I love him, but we haven't said anything to each other yet. Should I hold out until the right moment or just tell him how I feel? <gasps> Ellie, he's probably waiting Chilty. for you to say it. He's probably waiting for you, and <laughs> you're probably waiting for him. Or if he doesn't say it, then maybe he doesn't love you. Yeah, I, I think that. See, I've never said I love you first. And I don't mm. think it was a conscious decision. Um, but I'm also somebody who's been a, like in the past, you know, in my younger days, a bit of a commitment phobe. So it was hard to even call somebody my boyfriend. But I, so I never necessarily had this dilemma. Um, but I could see him potentially being nervous. And the mm. other awkward thing is if you do go first, which I think why not at the end of the day you don't really have anything to lose but if you do go first be prepared for the oh that's nice response oh, just in case you know because one he might just yeah like he might panic he maybe he doesn't feel like he's at that point yet or yeah. maybe he does but he's uh, uncomfortable saying it yeah uh, and maybe he's never said it before or maybe he feels the exact same way and he's like well my god thank god what? you said it because yeah. I love you too so you never know but I think you've got nothing to lose I mean men there are some men and there are some women out there who get scared by the three law words right I mean you can't take them back once you've said it you can't take it back it's it's out there unless yeah. You're tipsy at the time. Very good. And That's then exactly you blame it on the alcohol. Yeah. Sharon, <laughs> I was about to say that too. You are so right because I'm going to say something. That's so the way you can take yeah, it back. Yeah, I'm going to say something where Ollie's going to kill me, my boyfriend. So he was very, very drunk on one of the nights and he literally yeah. kept saying, I love you. And I was like, oh, you're drunk and you're saying oh. it. And then was I, that the first time he ever said it? Yeah, and he did not okay. stop in the taxi on the way home. He was so drunk. Oh. So <laughs> and he's gonna kill me. And then the next day, I was like, huh? like I was just giggling to myself for ages because I was like, "You love me," and he was like, "No, I don't." And I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. 
I totally. So he was shy and embarrassed, was he? Yeah. After, afterwards, and okay. I think he forgot because he was so drunk. So I literally oh. lapped it up. I loved it. It was great. And so therefore, I could wait a day, or I literally said it straight away after. Really. <laughs> so then you were the first one to say it when you were stone cold sober. Yeah, because I knew he loved me because yeah. he was drunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the truth is like truth serum, right? Yeah. So the truth comes out when yeah. when you've had a, a couple of drinks. But you know, you can always use the other excuse, and then you know, once you're tipsy, you can say, "Oh no, I was tipsy." You I know, was I was drunk. just feeling like extra friendly. <laughs> I, I remember I had this boyfriend. Right, he was he got extra really upset friendly. with me. Yeah, yeah, extra friendly. <laughs> what a great way of saying but, extra friendly. I was then. I, I love you, but I was extra friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I was not too friendly with you that night. <laughs> But I had this boyfriend and we were together. We'd only been together for three months and mm. I felt like he didn't really truly know me at that point. Oh. And he came out with the, I love you. <gasps> and you know what I said to him? What? I said, no, you don't. <gasps> and I didn't think it was that much of a big deal, but he was crushed. He was oh. absolutely mortified that I said that. But I tried to explain to him, listen, I, I know you don't really know me yet, which is why I know you can't love me. So I was being very practical about the whole thing. But he had expected, I love you back, and like some real sort of romantic maybe, moment to happen. Maybe and you're it, the yeah. specialist woman in his life ever, Sharon. Like you didn't know that you were the big deal for him. But the thing is, you know, I think that you know if someone can love you, right? Because you you know whether they've really seen you. Have they really <laughs> seen who you have are, they or have seen- they seen? your messes you know, yeah like have they seen you at your worst your have they worst. seen you at your best have they seen enough of you to really be able to say they love you because there's infatuation there's in lust with you but then there's in love with you as well and so yeah he was not very happy with me when I told him that and then eventually like at the six month mark I think that's oftentimes where people really feel like oh I'm I'm really in love I feel I've seen her angry it. I love her yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I love it when you're angry. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I think I've probably broken a few hearts here and there. But anyway, I say I say just go for it. That's because my girl. if he does yeah, you know, you you, you gotta break some hearts in your in your lifetime. So but I say go for it and then yeah (laughs) go for it and then just see what happens and if you love him you love him I say be honest about it why do we need to play games and if he does get scared off by any chance which I don't think he's going to because you sound pretty confident in the relationship uh but if he does then better for you to find out now than later say it now get a drink down you and say it well in say it Say do it. it and and please fill us in on the details. Please do. Always write back. Listen, letter number two from Kaylee. Hi, Sharon and Georgie. I had the worst hangover of my life the other day. We've all been there. I was wondering if you had any remedies that work wonders for you. Mm. <laughs> well, what? funnily enough, I have a bit of a hangover right now. <laughs> oh, exciting! That's why you've got your frappuccino a to hand. Bit. That's yeah, I got the frappuccino right here, which is helping me. exactly. Uh, I the thing is, I get hangovers really easily nowadays, mm. right? Because after I'm not used to drinking anymore, and I had two proseccos last night because I went out. Yeah, and I had a bit of a hangover, but prevention is better than cure. So I will say yeah. that 
drinking a lot of water before you go to bed and oftentimes you don't think about it you've had a good <sighs> night you want to throw yourself onto your bed right yeah drinking a lot of water before you go to bed and taking an aspirin i find <sighs> Take uh, makes a big difference and then a lot of water water is your best friend when you have a hangover <sighs> what about when you put more water inside you and it makes you feel more ill and you're like oh i can't do it it's <laughs> like it, your body thinks it's alcohol so it's like oh no please stop yeah, that's that's when you've had one of those good, good nights, which yeah. I haven't had in a long time. Remember those nights, Georgie, where you'd wake up and you can't quite remember what oh, happened and those. your friends call yeah. and you're still having that. And, you're like, and your friends call and you're like, what? I did what? I yeah. said, and you're wearing like the top half of your outfit, even your earrings and your yeah. neck, but your, your pants are off because you've like gone to bed when, and you're like still wearing your outfit top half and you're like... Mascara smeared across your face. I Eyelashes <laughs> on your cheeks, like how do they get there? Yeah. Uh, I, so yeah, Sharon, I get myself into a real mess because I'm fun. Like I'm fun anyway. I don't really need a drink, but yeah, I just. Yeah. And then there's sometimes I'll just get sober by the end of the night, and I'm just fine. It's very weird, but when there's the times oh. of yeah, I'll just sober up because. So you I'll, start early. You start so early that you're yeah. sober by the time. Oh, like, that's actually a good way to do it. Yeah, or like if you like. You know when you're on telly and so people recognise you, all of a sudden sober yeah. up because you think, oh, I can't be a, a, a They're clown. looking at me. Yeah, yeah, they're going to take pictures. I'm going to be in the paper yes. tomorrow. Yes, so you, you yeah. normally check the room out. You see who's around and you're like, okay, I can't relax. If you're with your friends, just yeah. your friends, you can relax and get super drunk. And that's when I can get super drunk when I'm just with my friends. And so yeah. there's been times when I get like the worst hangover. Like, how do you fix it? I think I'm going to die. I think, oh, this is it. This is the end of my life the next two days. <laughs> and I think I need a packet of salt vinegar crisps. I need an espresso to like kick it out of me and yeah. a Lucozade or a fizzy drink, energy drink or totally a lot of food. anything with electrolytes they say they're like a good hearty breakfast i mean the salt and vinegar crisps that's actually a really good idea because mm. but carbs 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 like carbs. a hearty breakfast like yeah. bread potato bread do, do you guys still eat potato bread over there i used to love potato I, bread. what is that like a potato cake a potato cake yeah it's like a potato cake kind of thing i like love in a that square form oh Stick my that god in the basket. So delicious. yeah, yeah I love like that. a bacon sandwich oh. like not too much oily stuff but definitely a lot of bread to soak up that alcohol and then go to bed and then your day's over it's, it's gone <laughs> oh, like... i was talking about in the morning you're talking about like a late night <laughs> no snack. I'm, okay. I'm going to, i'm going to bed in the morning, like for my next day hangover, I'm like, <laughs> today doesn't exist. I'm going to bed and I will, I will cancel the day. I will have to cancel the day. Even if the sun's shining, I can't, it's gone. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. See, see, I, I had to stop doing it like that. When I, when I started doing live TV and live <laughs> presenting yeah. that's when I realized oh yeah no I can't do this anymore and that's when I completely stopped and then also because it would wipe out an entire day like you'd feel like yeah. absolute crap and the worst feeling is when the world is spinning around and then when you're just really nauseous the next day and there's nothing you can do about it and you're just like laying there on the couch so I was <laughs> like okay I'm done I'm done with this I'm done with those days so I don't do that anymore but I've certainly had some fun times like leading me to you know those after effects <laughs> But I mean, bananas, they say help, right? I'm not, oh. I, I like fruit that's juicy. So bananas mm -hmm. aren't really for me, but they say 
bananas are good because the um, potassium. Yeah. Um, you the mentioned fruit. electrolytes, Lucozade. Yeah, that's good for you. Um, and you know they have, I wouldn't necessarily advise this, but you know they have like the IV treatments, the drips. Oh, the drips. Have you seen that? I've the never hangover. done that. Yeah. Like, I've never done it either. To be honest, even if I was to like sacrifice a goat, I wouldn't. But if that was to cure my hangover, I would. Wait, what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? If I was, if I had to drink the blood from a goat, I'd sacrifice. <sighs> I'd do that if that was to cure a hangover. But it doesn't. And I wouldn't do that. But like, do you know what I mean? I would give anything to, to but then again, it would probably make me drink more. So I'm glad that hangover happened because it does put me off drinking so much. It does. No goat blood drinking around here, Georgie. <laughs> goat blood is banned um, for, from loose lips. But yeah, they say that, well, <gasps> funnily enough, talking about animals, hair of the dog, right? Which yeah. is if you drink, if you have another drink. A bloody Mary in the morning. A mm. bloody Mary would be perfect if you don't have to work that day. Oh. You know, if you have to work, I wouldn't necessarily advise it. But if it's a weekend and you're going out for brunch with the girls or the guys, um, a bloody Mary is going to be helpful, I would or say. Or be in so, bed by seven if it's a day drinking sesh go to bed by seven yeah you'll be, you'll be great the next day <laughs> sleep sleep is key sleep yeah. sleep 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 it off yeah and just watch those text messages as well because i've woken up in the morning like, <laughs> and looked at my text like no please don't let it be true and it's like you contacted an ex for like 10 years uh, ago <laughs> you sexted some ex and like <laughs> That you never wanted to see again in your life. You messaged your, your ex saying, did you know 50% of men watch porn? Anyway, never mind. <laughs> Here's my OnlyFans. <laughs> Back in the days, I may have done. Sharon, that's all we've got time for. That's <laughs> yeah. it. That's, that's all we've got time for. Thank you for listening, everyone, to Loose Lips with Sharon Carpenter and me, Georgie Porter. There's a bonus episode on Friday, which we just love doing. We love talking, don't we, Sharon? That's extra lippy. We always love to get a little extra (laughs) lippy, and that's coming to you on Friday, as Georgie said. And then we're back on Tuesday next week with a full episode. Subscribe or follow, guys. Rate and review. We want to hear from you. Uh, And send us your dilemmas, your listener letters to uh, loose lips at createproductions.com. And you can find us on social media at the Missy Porter, at Sharon Carpenter as well. And we will see you Friday, guys. See you then. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? 
Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.